The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hoop ballers, what is up? This is William Harris. Find me on Twitter at William is Bill, and I'm your host for today's episode of NBA DFS Today, the June 11th edition, playoff edition. Uh, we have a great two-game slate for you guys tonight, and we're going to cover it starting off with the Philadelphia 76ers and the Atlanta Hawks. They will be starting at 730, uh, and we got a great matchup for you guys. I hope you enjoy this. And win some money uh, playing your DFS DraftKings lineups. Um, first, we're going to start off with the Atlanta Hawks injury report. Uh, Chris Dunn has been out all year, pretty much. It's still out. Brandon Goodwin, same for him, out. DeAndre Hunter, that's the breaking news. He had been banged up with some knee issues. But he played a lot of games with the Knicks series. But for this series, he re-aggravated that knee and so he's going to be out for the remainder of the season, no matter how far the Hawks go. So that's an unfortunate blow for the Hawks. Um, and Cam Reddish remains out. On the Philadelphia 76ers side of things, they only have Joel Embiid listed on the injury report as questionable. He played the first two games, so we expect him to still uh, show, you know, line up and play for the guys because they really need him. And he had a great, he's been great in both games, and that helped him win the second game. So, uh, as we know, this series is tied up uh, one to one. Um, the over under for this game is 223 uh, and a half. And uh, Philadelphia is favored by two points. So, because uh, this is a tight series, it can go either way, really. So, it's a great matchup. Uh, we're going to start on the Philadelphia side of things. Uh, you obviously have the big guy, like we just mentioned, Joel Embiid, at $10,300. Um, well worth the price. I mean, his first two games against the Hawks, even after being banged up from the last series, 62 and 66 points. That's pretty incredible. Um, and he, I, I feel he's only going to get more healthy as the series goes along, as long as you don't hear anything about, oh, I'm feeling soreness or swelling. Uh, so um, I think he will be fine in his knee. Um, so, it, I mean, you're going to have to choose between Jokic and Embiid. Those are the two big guys with the big prices, the biggest two prices of the night. So either one is going to be pretty much a lock. So you can't go wrong. If you can play two lineups, try to get them both in there. Uh, other than that, for the 76ers, you have, obviously, Tobias Harris. A great player, great young player. Well, he's like 28 now, but still. <laughs> he's at 8,000. He's been playing very well in his playoffs. Uh first two rounds he's been player, playing better than he has been um, in the later half of the regular season. So he's been stepping his game up. Uh, you also could say the same thing for Ben Simmons. Last game, uh, you know, it, they won convincingly. So his he had a bad game, only 23 DraftKings points. But hopefully that's because they won by 16 and it wasn't really that close at times. Uh, so... Uh, if you're not playing in B, you would have to choose between Harris and Simmons. You can't play them both, I don't feel, because one of them is going to be safe or explosive, and the other is probably going to have a down game. So uh, they are only $300 a price, uh, priced apart, too. So 8000 for Tobias, 7700 for Ben Simmons. So uh, that's something for you to choose for. Either one of them can have a good game, really. 
but if you play Embiid, it'll be hard to probably have either of the other two in your lineup. Uh, other than that, on the 76ers, you can look at uh, Seth Curry. He's at 5,300. He's kind of stepping into the role of the, the guaranteed fourth best player on this team. That has been up in the air for multiple players this season for the Sixers. Like they're trying to find their way. Uh, he was playing really good earlier in the season. He got COVID. And uh, I guess he is fully back now. Uh, he's filling that role great. Um, Danny Green was kind of taking that role, but I think Seth Curry has taken over for his spot and is more secure in that fourth spot. And just uh, hitting a lot of threes, that's what they got him over here for. And it was a good trade. Um, other than that, I don't really trust Danny Green. He's at 4,500. If you can't get Seth Curry in your lineup for that 800 more, you can settle on Danny Green, but I don't love it. Uh, two other players you can look at. Shake Milton is at 3,200. Uh, he's a guy that I think the Sixers can use a lot. In the first game they lost, uh, he barely played. He played one minute. Second game, he played 14 minutes, had 14 points. And uh, that was 21 DraftKings points. So that clearly uh, helped them. And uh, I saw a lot of his uh, team, well, fellow players in the league commenting on Twitter Man, Shake Milton needs to be out there. He should have been in at the end of the game. Da, 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 da. That would have helped him win. So since then, I think you know his cohorts are noticing that he should be out there. I think Doc Rivers will realize that also. And like I said, he uh, only had only played 14 minutes, but that, the game before that, he played one. So he could be anywhere from 14 to 25 minutes. And like I said, he got 21 drafting points in those 14 minutes. So and he's almost a minimum player. So that's a great play. Uh, same thing you can say for George Hill. He uh, played 19 minutes last game, only 14 DraftKings points. But uh, like I said, first game, he only had 11 minutes. Second game, 19. So he got a bump in minutes also. So he's someone you can look at. I would probably feel more safe with Shake, though. And then going to move over to the Atlanta Hawks side of things. You obviously have Trey Young, superstar for the Hawks. You know, they tried to uh, contain him a lot last game. And you could say he didn't have the best game. But he still had 21 points and 11 assists. So bottling him up still got him 43 DraftKings points. So, uh, and that's his worst game. Besides, it was his second worst game of the playoffs at 43 DraftKings points. So, I mean, he's a pretty much safe play in 9,300. Uh, I think he will bounce back and the Atlanta will have a counter to the defense that Philadelphia put on him last game. Uh, you obviously can look at their second best guy right now, Clint Capella. Um, he uh, did not play well in that last game. He had 10 points and 8 boards, but for him, we want him to do a little bit more. Uh, so both of these games in this series against Embiid, he's been having a little bit of an issue. Uh, against the Knicks, he was playing a lot better. So we just have to hope he can, you know, bounce back, recover, play better against Embiid. But that is a really tough matchup for him. So you'll just have to see how that goes. If you can't afford... Uh, Embiid or Jokic, you're going to be having to look at DeAndre Ayton or Capella and make that gamble on who you would rather play. And it's looking like uh, Capella might be the fourth best center out of the four to choose from. But, you know, he could be a contrarian play. Uh, you can look at um, Bogdan Bogdanovich. He's been playing great all playoff series. Uh, last game was his uh, worst game. You know, they lost as well. Like I said, but he played 41 minutes. He had 28 DraftKings points. I think that's his floor because he's stepping into the role as the second most offensive player on this team behind Trey. And, you know, with the news of DeAndre Hunter being out for the series, 
that just secures his slot even more. So he's moved past Herder and Gallinari. He's going to be getting those shots. 6,400 is a safe play for him, I feel. Uh, John Collins at 5,800, still a great price for him. Uh, in this series, he's averaging around 29 DraftKings points, but he has a higher ceiling. So, like, if Capella's not getting off or he gets in foul trouble, look for John Collins to potentially reach a much higher ceiling than that 5,800 price point. Uh, you can look at uh, Danilo Gallinari. Um, he is at 4,800. First game, horrible. Second game, 38 DraftKings points. Was that because of the blowout? Or will that be a trend that carries on into game three? We will have to see, but that's a low price point. So if you want to sneak him in your lineup, you know, that's something you can look at. And then you also have Kevin Herter as a more of a safe play because in both games, he got pretty much 30 DraftKings points. So he's more consistent than Gallinari. So the uh, Hawks have six guys to choose from. You'll just have to pick your poison. But it does help, you know, as far as DraftKings-wise, that DeAndre Hunter is not in there and obviously Cam Reddish. So you really only have six guys to choose from as opposed to eight. And then you're not wanting to choose any of them but Trey and Capella pretty much. So uh, I really like Trey, Capella, Bogdan, and Collins. Gallo and Herter are kind of dart throws. So that's that's a great-looking matchup for that team. So uh, as we transition to the second game, let me shout out our sponsors real quick. Uh, MyBookie.ag. Without them, we wouldn't be here. And, uh, you know, so we have to say um, they are the only place we trust for our NBA-related bets. You know, uh, for the playoff games coming up this weekend, anything. You know, just you, you definitely want to use mybookie.ag. Um, you know us. Uh, if we're going to support them and they support us, this because they're the best in the business. It's simple. You just sign up, enter the promo code HOOPBALL, and get your deposit matched halfway up to 1000 bucks. So head over to my bookie if you want a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best. Bet with my bookie, and that's promo code Hoopball. All right, we're gonna jump right back into it with this second game, and that is between the Clipper. No, wait. What am I looking at? <laughs> no, that is between the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets. Yes, I have the wrong injury report up here somehow, but it's all good. Uh, starting off with the Phoenix Suns side, we're going to look at Devin Booker is the highest priced player. And uh, for that team, they only have Abdul Nader that is listed on the injury report right now. So that doesn't really affect anything as far as DraftKings wise. Uh, Devin Booker, 8,400. Uh, he has slumped off in this series. You know, in the first series against the Lakers, he was dominating for the most part. Um, but in this matchup with the Denver Nuggets, he's averaging around 38 DraftKings points. That's not good enough. You know, but he obviously has that ceiling to get you 40s and 50s. But right now, I don't know if it's Denver's defense, but they are just the way that Phoenix has, you know, they've dominated him pretty much in both games. So they haven't needed to use him as much. Also, he played 33 and 38 minutes. But, um, you know, if this was a tighter matchup, he might be having a little bit more minutes in there. So. That's something to consider, but Booker is mainly a, a scorer first. He doesn't usually get a ton of assists or rebounds. So when you have a shooting guard like that, their floor can go low in the 30s uh, as opposed to other players in other positions. So you can, like, speaking of uh, that, Chris Paul is at 7,100. Much better play because he's safer. You know, he's 
Uh, last game, he had 15 assists, 17 points, 15 assists. Game before that, 21 points, 11 assists. That's what you want when you're paying 8400 and you're getting him at a discount at 7100 So he's one of my favorite plays of the night. Uh, where he goes, this team goes, and no one on Denver can stop him. They have Compazzo and uh, Monte Morris. You know, if they want to try to throw Aaron Gordon on him, he still will find a way to abuse him too. Um other than that, they have DeAndre Aiden, which I mentioned earlier at 6800 I think that's a really good price for him. Um, and because we mentioned Capella at 7300 And they're kind of in the same vein right now, but DeAndre Aiden has a higher ceiling, it appears to be, because he can score and rebound. And, you know, just he, he uh, almost matched uh, Jokic in that last, in the first game with 20 and 10. Second game, 15 and 10. So, and still, like we said, both of these games have been blowouts. So he has potential for more. Uh, and, and and Capella has that tough matchup against Embiid. So Aiden is someone you can consider if you can't afford, like we said, like I said, <laughs> Joel Embiid or Nikolai Jokic. We'll get to Jokic in a second. Um, other than that, on the Phoenix side, you know, you have Jay Crowder, Mikael Bridges, uh, respectfully at 5,100 and 4,900. They're pretty much putting up the same production right now, uh, just safe plays. But uh, Mikael Bridges has that high ceiling. Like in the first game, he had 44 drafting points, but in the second, he had 19. And then when you look at Jay Crowder, he is more 23, 22. So they they're gonna average out at similar price points. But you know, Mikael Bridges has that higher ceiling. So if you had to throw someone in there around that price range, you want to look at Mikael Bridges to shoot for the stars. If you just want, if you have a stack lineup, everything's perfect, and you just need 20 points, throw in Jay Crowder. So you can choose between those two. Uh, other than that, you can look at, you know, a couple of dart throws, a couple of minimum players. You can look at Tory Craig. You know, both games in this series, 24 and 22 DraftKings points. But will he play if it's a tighter game? That's the question mark. Same for Dario Saric. Um, Dario Saric is at. 3,000 minimum price player. Um, and last game he had 15 DraftKings points, played 16 minutes. But the first game he played nine minutes, you know, but, you know, he had eight and four, eight points, four boards in 16 minutes. So at a minimum price, if he's going to be out there 15 minutes, it's something you can consider if you want to go heavy on your lineup. So, and if I didn't say uh, Denver is favorite by one and a half in this matchup, and the over under is 222 and a half. So that's something to consider also. And Phoenix is up in the series too. Also, it's a must-win for the Denver Nuggets. And speaking of the Denver Nuggets, Jamal Murray obviously is out. He's been out for the season. Uh, PJ Dozier remains out, and Michael Porter Jr. is probable with the lower back tightness. So that's something you got to keep an eye on because they desperately need Michael Porter Jr. to step up uh, in this series. He has not done much at all. Um, you know, as far as what you're looking for for him to be the second guy. Um, so he's been playing like a third guy role right now. So they're going to definitely need him to step it up with 28 and 20 drafting points in the first two games. And he's at 6,900. So <clears throat> you cannot play him at all if he's going to be getting those type of numbers. You need him in the 30s, high 30s, low 40s. Hopefully his back uh, is not causing this. But if it is, you know, that's something to, you know, be worried about, honestly. You don't want to play somebody who's not at full strength. So, <clears throat> but he's he's a pretty good price for what his ceiling can be. And, uh, you know, not to overlook the MVP of the league recently named 
Nikolai Jokic. He's at 10,700, highest price player of the night. Uh, average, last game, 52. DraftKings points, game before that, 47. So <clears throat> he's priced higher than Embiid, but Embiid's numbers are better than Jokic thus far. Embiid obviously has the scare factor there where he can injure himself, like re-injure or, you know, tweak something. And Jokic has played every game this season, the most healthy guy in the league. Uh, but Jokic also has that, you know, MVP caliber, you know, passing, rebounding, assisting, scoring. So they definitely need him to step it up to win this because they do not want to get down 3-0. It's pretty much over if they do. So I expect Jokic to take over in this game. So even though Embiid is a safer play and what looks like a higher ceiling, Jokic has to pull out all the stops here. He has to pull out the Joker card in this one because they really need it because uh, Phoenix is giving them all they can handle. Uh, other than that, it gets a little sketchy after <laughs> Jokic. And I mean, MP Michael Porter Jr. is kind of sketchy himself, but uh, you can look at Aaron Gordon at 5,400. You know, the first game against Phoenix, 31 and a half draft cream points. Second game, seven. Yes, you heard me right, seven. Come on, Aaron Gordon. Like, this this can't happen. 20 minutes, seven draft game points. You are the third option right now. You have to step it up. So I expect him to. 5,400 is a good price point. Uh, you also can look at Monte Morris. He's at 5,000. In the series before against Portland, he was going off. I mean... His last two games in that series, 43, 47 and a half DraftKings points. In this series against Phoenix, 16 and 14 DraftKings points. Come on, Monte Morris. We've seen what you can do. We need you to step it up. Uh, you've been playing better than Compasso in that first series. You need to continue that and be consistent. That's the difference between starters and bench players. You know, a lot of players were saying, a lot of people were saying Monte Morris is a starting caliber point guard, but just happens to be a backup. You have to be consistent if you want to be a starter, you know. And you can look at Facundo Campasso at 5,200. Uh, you know, he's not consistent either. You know, he's it's just Monte Morris and Campasso are going to be out there. They're getting big minutes. But Campasso's ceiling is 30, around 30 drafting points. Monte Morris, obviously, is around 40, 45 if he plays great. But they both have low floors as well. Uh, another guy you can look at, his first game back, uh, was uh, Will Barton. He's at 5,500. Um, first game back, 16 minutes. He had been out since April 23rd uh, with his injury. Uh, and he's back. So that's, that's quite a while being out uh, over a month and a half. But he played 16 minutes at 18 DraftKings points. 10 actual points. So first game back, 10 actual points. That's pretty good. I expect it to be, you know, maybe his minutes will go up. So you're going to have to listen to see if he's going to play the same round around 15 minutes or if that minute restriction is going to get bumped up because I mean like we said this is a pretty much do or die game for them and they need some offense right now so that is what I feel for the Denver Nuggets uh, must win game Philly and Atlanta could go either way so that is your DFS slate for uh, June 11th and I can tell you some of my favorite plays as we go through the tiers um, to so if you can remember, you know, because it's a lot of names, you know, when there's only two games, you have to deep dive deep into the bench players and everything. So it's a lot of names out there. So some of my favorite plays. Okay, when we go to the higher price tier, say 8,500 and up, I'm going to go with Trey Young, 
9,300. Like I said, his worst game was around 43 DraftKings points, which was last game. Either Philly has figured out something and that trend will continue, or Trey will bounce back and have another great game like he's been doing pretty much all this playoff series, uh, this playoff season, and I think he will. And he's under 10,000, so that helps you get other expensive guys in your lineup as opposed to going to minimum. So I really like Trey. Uh, if Embiid's healthy, you know, he's a lock too. So, But also Jokic. Never mind. Just ignore that. Trey. Trey is who I'm going with. <laughs> 9,300. Uh, as far as my mid-tier guys, say uh, 4,500 to 8,000 or whatever, I'm going to go with Chris Paul. CP3, 7,100. Just super safe play. <clears throat> as he goes, the team goes. You know, he's getting around 50. Dra he averaged 50 drafting points in this matchup against the Nuggets. And I mean... At 7,100, that's way underpriced. And as he goes, the team goes. I expect him to lead them to at least a competitive game to where he would be very productive. And, I mean, his turnover ratio is just insane. He's, like, having no turnovers with double digits assists. It's, it's ridiculous. He's showing his MVP form. <coughs> Non-COVID cough right there. Um, no, but uh, – and then for the minimum guy, uh, say 4,500 and under – I think I'm going to go with the sneaky play of Shake Milton. You know, I just think he uh, brings a lot to this team that they need. Uh, he's at 3,200, almost minimum. Had, you know, over 20 DraftKings points in that second game when they won. Was not in the game in the first game, and they lost. So that kind of shows you that his importance right there. So I like Shake. Uh, it's, it's, it's a little sketchy with everyone else, honestly. So <clears throat> that's the safest play for me. All right. I would just have to say thank you guys for joining me. Um, Dave was off today. You know, I'll catch back up with him next week. But I appreciate you guys joining me. Great show. Have any questions, hit me up. Like I said, my name is William Harris on Twitter at William is Bill. Check out Hoopball Tweets. Hoopball Official on Instagram. <laughs> Get everything Hoopball in your life. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> We appreciate you. Any questions, hit me up. We got a Discord. Hit us up. We're always here for you. <clears throat> and that was the June 11th edition of NBA DFS Today. Y'all have a good one. Peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.